Hello and welcome to another episode of the B2B Beach Bar, a series of podcasts based around the topic of B2B product marketing. I'm Jim from RefreshB2B.com. And I'm Damien from ParisMekong.com. As you can hear today, I uh, speak to you under the rain, an heavy rain, making a lot of noise in the background. So Jim and I, with over 50 years of experience in industrial product marketing, we want to share with you some ideas, add in our experiences, and propose some actions that can really make the difference to the effectiveness of your marketing. So today, Damien, we're going to talk a little bit more about price. We already gave some thoughts in our previous episode, but let's continue to consider this um, key parameter of the marketing mix. So Damien, what is influencing price setting? Yeah, Jim, there are many factors that are uh, influencing the price of an offer and they may change over the time. But there are, between all these factors, four key variables to always keep in mind. The first one is the strategy of your company, meaning that the prices that are going to be set for offers are done to support the strategy of the company. The second key variable is the perceived offer value, meaning what the customer gets for the price they pay. And you must find the right balance between the pricing and what the customer really gets for the price they pay. The third one is your competitors. You are not alone on the market. Even with the new products, you may find some alternative solution. And you have to compare your position to your competitors to be not too high, not too low. And the last key variable is your access channel. It has a price, meaning that uh, either you go directly or through distribution, you may have several levels of uh, intermediate companies that need margin, of course, and meaning that all of this has a price and this impacts your final pricing. So this is the four key uh, variables. Uh, doesn't mean that everybody apply it, Jim, in regard to your experience, what did you see when an organization is defining its selling price? Well, Damien, I saw exactly like you said, that not everyone is applying this, uh, this principle of these four, four variables. About a year ago, I did some, some research into pricing in the industrial market. I, I surveyed a, a large number of companies. I discovered kind of three trends that went through the, uh, through the results. The first one is that pricing seems to be quite a random process. It's, it's not driven by these values of uh, perceived, um, perceived value or the market competition, but many, of, many times by, by internal costs, by the cost of manufacturing plus the, the cost of doing business. So um, the price is not market-driven and more financial-driven in this case. Only about half of the companies, interestingly, thought that they understood the, truly the price dynamics of their market, uh, of their competition, and also of their, of their channel. And only one third said they felt they managed pricing consistently. So um, quite surprising results, really, but uh, on the other hand, not quite so surprising. Yeah, it looks weird, isn't it? Well, it's even worse when uh, analyzing or discussing about the crazy I bit of giving discounts that you can find and get everywhere. Um, the impact of discounting is huge and it's often, it's often, it's always a negative impact. 
just to illustrate this with a simple example. Let's think about a company making 50% of gross product margin and give just 5% of extra discounts to capture new customer or to make a seasonal promotion. Well, to keep the same profits, this company need to sell 11.1% more in volume just to balance the 5% discount. So meaning that uh, if, you go on, if you give even more for a 10% discount, that seems something very common. In fact, you have to increase your volume by 25% just to keep the same profit. Wow. Ah, that's crazy, huh, Jim? So yeah, what should we do? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think really you've got, to, you've got to create a strategy to deliver all of your pricing, to guide you and to make sure you make the right decisions when you put your pricing into, into operational actions. Um, the big question is, what is, a, what is a pricing strategy, you know? I think of a pricing strategy as the overall direction of your pricing approach. This really is there to help to, to set the tone, to support the organization with a strategy. I mean, the strategy has to fit the business strategy, but it will give guidance to the marketing teams, the financial team, to the factories who know what they, they need to do to try and keep the, keep the margin there. I mean, let's be honest, if you don't have a, uh, a pricing strategy, your pricing is just going to be random and crazy. You know, there's going to be nothing consistent about it. Secondly, I think you need to define after that uh, a really a set of actions to make your pricing strategy happen. You know, you set your rules, you set your, your general direction, and then you put things in place to, to make that happen. And I kind of feel that sometimes it happens the other way around. You know, people have a pricing process and they build their strategy around their internal process and it's, uh, it's a little bit back to front. Yeah, yeah. This is something that uh, looks like chicken and eggs. Yeah, and sure. for strategy <laughs> and vice versa. And, and nothing come out and at the end, uh, you discover that your competitors are totally different and you don't know why. Well, I, I think there's a, there's a lot of views that we've always done it this way and it's worked so far which is you know companies grow by being successful if you if you're a big company and you've done it this far so for so long then it's not a bad approach but if you're going to be really good you need to sometimes take a step back david you know yeah yeah so let's try to summarize um 12 people that listen to us today about the four basic price strategies that have been described in many marketing book or pricing book. Um, let's start by the, what is named penetration. Penetration, in fact, this is a strategy where you set a low price for a, typical, for a key target, and the target is to acquire market share for a new offer. So it's not the price to be the lowest, it's because you are buying market share. The... Second basic price strategy described in many books, this is a scheming one. In fact, you set high prices for a new offer. In the case, you don't have yet a fierce competition. A breakthrough, a very uh, innovative solution. And in this case, your objective is to recover quickly your investments. 
What about the two other, uh, Jim? Yeah, I think there's two two of the key ones. The first one is is the lowest the low cost leadership. The aim to be the lowest player in the market, to have expenses and costs which are which are the lowest, and really to 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 buy high market share by being the lowest cost player in the market, which um, in B 2 C is probably quite a common thing. We're seeing it also a lot in uh, in B 2 B as well. And then the last one, which is the antithesis of low cost leadership, is which is premium pricing. This is where you set your prices high. This is where you have a strong brand, perhaps, or you have uh, a very loyal customer base or a very um, closed market where there's not a lot of competition. And really, you have this, this very strong, sustainable, competitive advantage, and you leverage that to, to set your pricing very high. Yeah, we can typically see this uh, premium strategy in uh, B2C for uh, luxury brands. Mm-hmm. Sure. For example, well, yeah. this four points are, in fact, uh, let's say, uh, theories. And uh, you will always find that uh, there is a mix over the time. Mm-hmm. But the reality is much more complex than these four basic theories. You don't go for one or the other. The first reality to take into account is that uh, the product, whatever it is, is having a life cycle. Meaning that the pricing also, the pricing is not defined once for all. It will have to follow the life cycle of the product. The second, which is uh, already said many times, this is the customer are paying for the perceived values. Therefore, if you want to make some uh, price setting that will be robust and a little bit sustainable, you must make a value-based pricing which is also a long-lasting process, but a very interesting job to do, meaning that uh, you have to spend time on this, yeah? Yeah, that's right, that's right. And I think at this point, you can also apply the laws of physics to, to pricing. You know, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So if you take a, a price and you do something, you have a reaction from your competition. If you set your price lower, you set your price higher, the market will react The question is how you deal with it. And I think this, again, is where, you, as you mentioned, value-based pricing is a very strong tool to help you deal with that reaction in the market. Mm-hmm. And again, the last point is really promotions. Uh, promotions need to be structured. They need to be organized. They're great when times are tough to do a promotion to win some, some market share, but you need to control them. You need to manage them. Um, and really taking into account the local local trends, the local um, season, seasonality, if you like, uh, but also compliance. You know, you can't just go around dumping products into markets. So it's, uh, it's very important to take that into account. So, uh, Damien, I think that's all we have for time for today. But let's just recap those, uh, those key points, please. Yeah, yeah. This is very dense in terms of information. So um, just to recap, firstly, Remember that price settings, this is influenced by several parameters and not only by internal costs. Yeah. Uh, the second point really is that discount can impact drastically your profit. Um, a huge increase in quantity must be achieved to recover the loss of profit that comes from a discount. Yeah. The third point to, to remember is to spend enough time to work on your strategy of pricing. Meaning, uh, spend enough time to define what is the direction 
and how you want to achieve it. And last, uh, you need to define and really double check the perceived values of your offer. What the customers are paying for, really, you know. Um, we, we can't repeat this enough. That I think we need to do a session on value-based pricing at some point, Darian, because it's such a critical tool. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, maybe uh, more than one session on the <laughs> value-based. Value yeah. uh, at least starting by the piercing value, then go to the value-based pricing. Piercing mm. value is really key. So that's great. I hope you enjoy today's session and we'd love to get your feedback. So please leave us a comment on our SoundCloud page and don't forget to subscribe to our channel. And you can always find us on Twitter at, at B2B Beach Bar. You can also find us on our respective website, paris-mekong.com and refreshb2b.com. And lastly, you can email us uh, directly at b2bbeachbar at gmail.com. So thank you for listening to us today under the rain and tune in soon for the next podcast. Goodbye. And a goodbye from me too. Bye-bye.